Prologue The rural village of East Yazi was like most other North Yorkshire villages of its time. It had its pub, shop, post office, village hall and school. The main source of income for most was farming. The hills and moors around the village were dotted with sheep farms that had been there down the generations. The lush green landscape was a patchwork of fields bordered by the iconic dry stone walls. Nothing much had changed here for decades, although one small hotel had opened on the outskirts of the village, which mainly catered for the small but increasing tourist trade in the area. Britain in 1990 had just seen a change in Prime Minister with John Major replacing Margaret Thatcher. The Falklands conflict and the miners' strike were consigned to the history books. Not that either of these events had any impact on village life in East Yardsley. The most talked about events here centred around who would win the prizes at the annual village fete. This was still the era long before the home computer, the internet, smartphones and digital technology. All of these were waiting on the horizon. For the farming community, especially the sheep farmers, the price of wool was far more important than most things in their lives. It was their sheep from which they earned their living and poor wool prices and bad weather were often the topic of conversation over a pint of beer in the local pub. Leonard Howe had farmed these hills all of his adult life. His flock of a thousand sheep were the centre of his universe. His father and grandfather before him had farmed the same breed of sheep and had been born and died in the same house in which he still lived. He knew everything there was to know about sheep, or so he thought. He had lived through every type of weather that the Yorkshire Moors could throw at him, and the many harsh winters he had lived through were etched on the lines of his face. Today, though, something was not quite right. Sheep in Britain had no natural predators with wolves long since exterminated. These animals were still instinctively nervous, and today something had put them on edge. Leonard Howe had checked for stray dogs, poachers, tourists wandering off the beaten track, everything, but he could not put his finger on why today, of all days, his flock of sheep just seemed different. Perhaps it was his age, he thought. He's seen things and problems that just are not there. The Morrison family were much like many others. Alan, aged 43, was a teacher at the local high school. His wife, Pamela, aged 41, was a social worker for the local authority. Their daughter, Wendy, was a typical 13-year-old girl, interested in music and her friends, and of course, boys. Their family life was under pressure like a lot of families in 1990. They both worked long hours and had little time for themselves. At times, it seemed that all they did was work and the pressure on their relationship was starting to tell. This day had started like any other day for the Morrison family. A quick breakfast before the dash to work. Alan to the local high school to teach, and Pamela en route to visit a number of clients on her appointment list. That evening they had planned to visit Pamela's parents, who lived a short drive away, and Alan was looking forward to watching the snooker on TV. Little did they know that today their lives would change forever.
Tonight, whilst driving back from their in-laws' home near the rural North Yorkshire village of East Yardsley, the Morrison family encounter something that would change their lives and world view forever. The Morrisons have a close encounter. A close encounter is something quite extraordinary. On arriving home, they discover nearly four hours of their lives missing. Plagued by nightmarish dreams, the Morrisons look for answers for their missing time. Their search for answers threatens to tear the family apart, leaving them with lies that will never be the same again. <laughs>